That looks pretty similar. Yeah, look at that. Wow, you uh, you timed that wonderfully. I always do. Nice. Great job. Thanks. Welcome back, Paul, to the show. Thanks. I've been gone for a while. Yeah, where have you been? Uh, at my own house, doing my own job. <laughs> I just haven't been at your house recording the podcast. That's true. We uh, we kind of record these in like lar- in like larger chunks now. Yeah, you could, like record you for like call a month. us the chunky boys if you wanted. Yeah. Not quite the dough boys, but we're chunky. We're chunky, not doughy. No. Hmm. He's also my favorite Kong. Me? No, chunky. <laughs> oh. I would love it if like, all right, so you got Donkey Kong. You got Diddy Kong. You have Tiny Kong, Lanky Kong, and Paul Kong. <laughs> What if it's still just Paul? Like I'm, I'm not a Kong, but I, I'm like my name's not Paul Kong, but I am still a Kong. Uh-huh. What would you? What would your Kong design look like? What, uh, what would be like? Everyone kind of has like a very like they're kind of like one note characteristic. What would you say is Paul Paul's characteristic in Donkey Kong sixty four? Maybe lanky. There's already a lanky Kong. Okay, I'm sorry, you, and you can't overlap. Josh, stand down. You're, oh boy, he sit down. Listen, he's raising I, his fist I, at me. He's there's mad. an angry Kong over yeah. here. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> fuck. I guess I don't know. I mean, is there one who's has a beer? I guess maybe that would be me. <laughs> you could be Drunky Kong. Drunky Kong. Cool. Okay, I'll take Drunky Kong. All right. Nice. Okay, Josh sat back down. He's patting his own head. Ooh. <laughs> Calming himself down. Yeah. Well, we have a third here with us. Oh, hi, it's me. It's Abby. Abby, hey. what kind of Kong would you be in Donkey Kong 64? Oh, also, welcome boy. back to the podcast, Abby. And welcome back. Thank you very much. Oh, boy. Um, I'd probably be the one that's always chasing after like the weird animals. I don't know how to, what my name would be, though. I'd just mm. be distracted Kong. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually go the direction that you the controller goes. Oh, it's like oh. one of those situations where like you you put the controller away upside down for yeah. too long and then you're just like spinning or moving constantly in a direction. Yes. And you have to like actively try to avoid Yeah, I'm I'm the that. idle Kong. Like <laughs> the idle there you animation. Go. Idle Kong. <laughs> Perfect. Wow. Did either of you play Donkey Kong sixty four? My gut says no. No, uh, I did not. I played Donkey Kong Country on the SNES. Oh, all right. I I didn't have a Super Nintendo, so I missed out. Mm. I missed out on a lot of those games. Donkey Kong Country being one of them. And I remember the first time I ever played it was when they re-released it on Game Boy Advance. Ooh. And I played it at Target on like their little demo Game Boy. <laughs> and just thinking like, wow, I wish I had a Game Boy. And I'm just like 
standing there and no one else is I feel like no one else was ever at Target when it first opened for some reason just like Target was always empty I was like I'm just gonna play Donkey Kong and I'm just there while my parents buy stuff or whatever and just like all right this is it I always thought that was such a good deal that you got to like play the video games like I used to always do it at Walmart and I was like they're letting me play this for free yeah it's great (laughs) I don't have to get the console yeah wonderful it's like i'm experiencing something new (laughs) this is so cool thank you target (laughs) my neck feels like shit but this is great (laughs) otherwise oh yeah because i don't know i don't remember what target looked like but at walmart they had the the walmart definitely had just like yeah they're just high up there so you're just Mm -hmm. as a little tiny child you got your controller way down here and you're trying to crank your neck crank your neck up (laughs) but also like I think when I think about it now, even if you are an adult, right, you are so close Mm -hmm. to the screen that you are still cranking your neck up. Yeah. Even if you're like six feet tall. Not me. My neck's that whole extra four feet. Oh, damn. I'm two feet tall otherwise without my neck, but then my neck provides the rest of it. So it was perfect for me. Wait. So how do you reach the controller? Well, no, my neck, so my body is perfect height for the controller. Perfect eight-year-old height. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have to reach up a little bit, but then my neck goes right up to the top. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. There I'm like, a, if you've seen Attack of the Clones, I'm like a Kaminoan. Kamino, Kamino uh, okay. person with a long necks. Uh-huh, or a giraffe, also known for characteristically long necks. Yes, that's so true. I- I have a question. Is it just like your neck is there and it's kind of wobbly or is it like an elephant trunk where you can like really bend it? It's just kind of wobbly. Oh, yeah. That yeah. that feels right. Yeah. No, it's it's very dangerous. I've been hit in the neck many a time and had to go <laughs> straight to the hospital. Uh-huh. Yeah. Neck related injuries. Exactly. Mm. You got to build up those muscles. Then it becomes a real weapon. You just whip your head around. Oh mm-hmm. my god! Imagine being one of those bodybuilders that has those giant necks, but oh, it's really yeah. long. Your too. neck is four just, feet long, and your neck is just a triangle. It's oh. like from your shoulders all the way up to the base of your jaw is oh just god. a giant triangle. Call you old pyramid neck. <laughs> <laughs> that that is what they used to call me. I'd appreciate uh, it if you didn't bring that up. Oh, no, I'm so oh. sorry. Were you the oh, inspiration for the Silent Hill character pyramid head? Yes. Maybe nice. that's why it's a... Yeah. That's why it's a sore subject. Yeah. I didn't get any royalties from that. That's the same. Ripped off. What but everybody bummer. still calls me that. Wow. <laughs> Please be careful, everyone listening. Yeah. Please don't tweet at Paul about this very sore subject. Or else I will hit you with my neck. <laughs> and you... And then it will be really a sore subject. Exactly. My neck and yours. <laughs> <laughs> do you do the giraffe thing where you... Like bang necks with me. I taught giraffes then. No. Oh. <laughs> I went to the savannah one time and I was like, look, you guys got to learn how to defend yourselves. I'll show you a thing or two. <laughs> Those poor giraffes didn't know how to fight. No, I, I kicked a lot of their asses before they figured out what was going on. I'm not a great animal communicator. It wasn't, it wasn't so much that you uh, explicitly taught them. You know, you wanted to. But you you taught them in a very tough love kind of situation where uh-huh. you just showed up and just started beating the shit out of them With until they neck. until they learned we can do the same thing back at them. Exactly. Well, that's how evolution works, right? Like all the ones that didn't fight back died. Yeah. So exactly. <laughs> My great great grandfather. That was 
Darwin. <laughs> Old pyramid next senior. <laughs> Honestly, I totally forgot what Darwin's name was for a hot second there. And I was really panicking and I didn't want to say, uh, he's that scientist who starts with a D. <laughs> mm. But I, I got it back. Nice. Pulled it down. Yeah. I, I reached up known. there with my uh, long neck. <laughs> grabbed that information. Like it was a tasty leaf. Like a tasty tree star from... Uh, Those always look so good. So good. Mm-hmm. And the grass that Spike was chomping when he gets out of his little sleeping. I had a... I think it was a... I think it was a McDonald's toy. Like mm-hmm. a few... I, I was just the one... I had two Land Before Time, like, Happy Meal kind of toys. One was Ducky, and it was like... Like a lot of other those toys, it was like a wind up thing. So you wind up like a little crank on the side, and then I think she does backflips or something like that. Weird. Like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then I had another one. I had a spike one, where you he had like he had like one of those leave grassy things in his mouth, <laughs> and then you can pull it out of his mouth and it's attached to a string, and then it just winds back back like back into his mouth. <laughs> And those, I think, were the, oh, no, I think I even had a little foot one. I think he, another crank toy. I think he just walked forward. Like, very lame, as you would expect from, like, a main a character. Main character. Yes. Like, you're you're the vanilla, like, pseudo-audience insert. Yep. And everyone else is interesting. Yep. That really was Littlefoot, let's be honest. He yeah. was there for the sads, and yeah. that's it. You guys remember the movie Dinosaurs? Oh gosh, yeah. That was like I just the thought, first like computer animated movie ever. Yeah. It felt like definitely my first. Is that did it come out like before like like even like Phantom Menace or was it? I after? don't know, but don't know. It, it definitely came out after Toy Story because Toy Story, I'm pretty sure, was the first like major motion picture to be fully animated. Mm, that would make sense, I suppose. I I do remember watching dinosaurs. Dinosaur or dinosaurs? I think it's dinosaurs. I don't know, just dinosaur. It was really intense. 2000. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So that was well after Toy Story and after Phantom Menace. Very interesting. I wish Jar Jar Binks had made an appearance. (laughs) He would have fit right in. He's kind of dinosaur y. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I had just remembered that I also had another fast food toy from the hit motion picture Dinosaur. I remember having one too. You go first. Oh, I wonder if we got the same thing because <laughs> it was a very, very shitty rubber hand puppet. Yes, that was what I was thinking of. And it was such a thick rubber. Is that your hand would sweat? Your hand would sweat and you couldn't move the mouth. Yes. <laughs> this is all coming back to me now. <laughs> Did you have one of those too? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Wow, we all, wow, that's great. We all had, oh man, I just remember thinking like this. I just remember thinking just like the quality of this, like the quality of the material is great. Yeah. But it doesn't function properly and just being so upset about it. Like it was not even the fact that like I would not like I'm not going to first of all even play with a hand puppet. I don't know Mm -hmm. what to do with this. I tried just like, oh, look, I can eat stuff like this is fine. But then it's like my hand is sweaty and I can't move the mouth. I just remember just thinking like this. I don't I'm disappointed when I really don't need to be because I wouldn't play with this anyway. Right. I, it's just the the fact that you can't play with yeah. it. Yeah. Mm. And they spent more money because it's more rubber. Yeah. I don't understand. They make it thinner. Also, it's not like there's not other toys that you could make for that movie. Mm-hmm. Dinosaur you- toys have been around forever. 
right? Mm-hmm. Like since toys were a, a thing. Yeah, you don't need a gimmick there. You just have a dinosaur toy. Yeah, you, you literally just make like a little rubber figure. Yeah. yeah which you be... easily could have done out of the amount of rubber you made for the puppet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then that would have been totally fine because you also kind of shot yourself in the foot because there is nothing stand out about the dinosaurs because they are just real dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> which are already cool. You don't have to do anything. Yeah, that's true. It's like, I don't, man. Man. Disney fucked up. That I mean, McDonald's fucked up making those toys. Who who produces, I mean, who pays for that, though? I imagine that it would be Disney, right? No, I would imagine McDonald's paid for it and paid royalties to Disney. Hmm, okay. I that hope, would make more sense, yeah. I hope that taxpayers funded it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it was be, a government-funded public program. That is... Every American should be putting pulling their weight on uh, mm. fast food toys. Yeah. I firmly believe that. And yeah. I know that President Biden does too. He's yeah. a listener. Biden, come on the podcast sometime. When, yeah. we, when we say Joe. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about Joe Biden when we talk about Joe. The executive producer, Joe Biden. <laughs> oh, that's great. Abby. Yeah. We can't have you on this show Uh-oh. without talking. You got to get it. Oh. What? Never mind. I thought you were stopping there. I was going to say, get out of here. We can't have you on. We can't have you on this show. Sorry, this was a a disaster last time. We've made a terrible mistake. (laughs) We somehow got negative listens. I don't even know how that happens. (laughs) Our page on Spotify is gone. (laughs) Just deleted every previous episode. (laughs) You can only find us on Overcast now. (laughs) You got to ask Jeeves. But we can't we can't have you on without talking about Maryland or anything Maryland yeah. related. Yeah. And I sent you a link today uh-huh. uh, in regards to uh, ice cream. You're our favorite Maryland boy, BDG. Everyone's favorite Maryland boy, Brian David Gilbert, yeah. making some ice cream. Mm-hmm. We and all know that guy. We all know that guy. <laughs> and uh, he especially made some. Especially me. Especially Paul. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he probably wouldn't like anything that he makes well i I know who he is so i know exactly if i like it or not Mm -hmm. that's true are you gonna disclose or keep us in i'm kind of a secret keeper yeah it seems like it yeah shady (laughs) (laughs) but he uh he did release a video today about making ice cream Mm -hmm. one of which was old bay yeah and i think i because i remember like seeing that thing oh all right i gotta text this to abby right now (laughs) Uh, and I can't remember if he said that there was just a place in Baltimore that just already makes Old Bay ice cream hmm. or something, but I don't know. It just in, in general, what would your thoughts be on an Old Bay flavored ice cream? You know, it's so weird. I, I'm not a huge fan of Old Bay and I think I might've said this in the last oh, podcast. I, I, I feel forgot, like we I did have mention that. this. Yeah. I like it on crabs. I'm going to have it in three weeks. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> Uh, but the idea of Old Bay being like cut with ice cream because it's a little bit too like peppery and I don't know, I'm a white person, so I like salt <laughs> and pepper. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm intrigued by it. I will say I would try it for sure. When you said, when you, when you had mentioned like it being cut by ice cream, for some reason, I immediately thought of like when they do mixins at Cold Stone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's just like on a cold plate and they're just like. Get some vanilla ice cream and yeah. then a tin of Old Bay and just like start 
chopping that in there. Yeah. I, yeah. The, honestly, that sounds like something you would find in Baltimore. That oh, and maybe like a little Natty Bow. What is Natty Bow? It's a beer. National Bohemian. Bows and O's, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I am not familiar with this. Oh. Any Natty beer, I always just assume is like Natty Light or right. Natty Daddy. Well, and that was the thing is like you didn't have natural light. You had Natty Bow. Like, don't even get that mixed up. (laughs) Mm -mm. I will not. Yeah. Not ever again. There's a, it's a, the guy in it, it's funny because there's a, like a little cartoon dude mascot. And so Natty Bo and Utz are both made in Maryland. And so it's always the Utz girl and the Natty Bo guy. And they're always in love. (laughs) It's Maryland's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Do they ever get married? Cause it's Maryland. Oh, you know, if they haven't, <laughs> they should. I assume everybody has to get married in yeah. Maryland. No, you're born married. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I, oh, this is a weird, yeah. Lots of divorces. It's really weird. But Well, that makes sense because of Old Bay. Yes, yes. We don't have exes. We have Old Bays. <laughs> <laughs> I've yeah. been waiting to pull that out uh, since you said Old Bay. So yeah. you're just searching for an option. It's like, well, well, I can exactly. get in here somehow. I've not really been paying attention other than <laughs> to find my way in. Josh, I do want to tell you, you're not the only one that texted me about the Old Bay ice cream. <laughs> I, 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 I had assumed that. I was like, I'm pretty sure someone has told her about this. Yeah, it's just such a weird. One of the things is like, how do you know someone's from Maryland? Don't worry, they'll tell you type thing. <laughs> but it's very weird to have that be part of your brand when I just grew up around everyone who is the same sort of kind of wildly, uh, I don't even like regionalistic, if that's mm-hmm. a word. Yeah. I mean, so. I suppose that's a byproduct of also like moving to yeah. the other side of the country mm-hmm. into a very small landlocked state. <laughs> 24,000 miles away. 24,000 <laughs> miles away. Yeah, that's very um, true. You, you had mentioned that in three weeks you will be, uh-huh. uh, Consuming crab. <laughs> is the crab coming to you or are you going to the crab? I'm going to the crab. You're going I'm to answering the, crab. the call. You're going oh. to the crab. I'm going. It's been almost two years since I have answered the call of the crab. Wow. Yeah. It's crab because you when when we had recorded with you last, you were in Maryland. Yes. Is crab not like a year round? Like no. it's, it's it's seasonal. Yeah. I mean, just like a fishing season or whatever. Okay. Um, there are seasons in which you're most likely to get crabs when they are like done molting and they're the right size. Molting. And, I didn't know crabs oh, molted. Yeah. They have like, they molt out of their shell. And so uh-huh. you've heard of saw shell crabs. Yeah. Yes. So that's like when they're just forming their new shell. And so it's a soft uh-huh. shell. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Same kind of crab. It's just a different part of their life cycle. Wow. I did. I did not know that. I thought it was different kinds of crabs. Yeah. Hmm. I also thought that for a long time. But hmm. I learned very quickly <laughs> when I said it wrong. <laughs> Paul, what are your thoughts on on crab? I don't think I've ever seen you eat. I haven't seen you eat much like shellfish, shellfish, or just fish. Oh, I'm curious I, what your thoughts are on crab. Uh, well, my my crab experience is pretty limited, but I like it. What I've had, um, being in Montana, there's not a ton of crab nope. mm-hmm. i do love imitation crab i do too mm, honestly yeah it's, it's different oh it's it's different oh yeah it's, no it's it's good. Don't, if you if you go into it assuming it's gonna be crab 
you will be disappointed. Yeah. But if you go into it thinking like, this is going to be not like crab. Yeah. This is just going to taste delicious. It's just going to taste good. And it looks like kind of like crab. Yeah. It's great. I grew up eating so much of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Same. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I like crab. I like fish. I like shrimp. I sweet. Give me everything in the, in that freaking ocean, dude. Just dump it in my little old mouth. (laughs) I'm a slut for the ocean, baby. Wow. You're a gumbo slut. Yeah. Ooh. What about you, Josh? You like crab? Oh, of course. I'm Asian. I like anything that comes from the ocean. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. I ate a lot. I ate, I mean, for like, like I said, it is difficult to get, but whenever like my mom would like, oh, crab's on sale. I'm buying a ton of crab. Same thing with like clams and mussels or anything, anything that comes out of the water. Yeah. Mm. And I still, still really like it. You know, I, honestly, I don't remember the last time I had like mussels or like oysters or something like that. Um, but I, I would be down to try it again. It's been, my parents never had it, but I remember my friend's dad, he was like a chef. He made us, or he made oysters one time. And I think I was maybe too scared to try it mm. because somebody was like, oh, the texture's like snot or something like that. And I was like, <laughs> well, I don't want, well, especially I don't if you eat it raw. Yeah. And That's... I, I just never, never got around to it. Is this, uh, is this the Yu-Gi-Oh dad? Yu-Gi-Oh, Dad. Uh, the last episode that just went out as of this record, the one, the Lego one with Sean, mm-hmm. you had mentioned that one of your friends had said that his dad had a machine to make cards holographic, oh. and you said his dad was a chef. Is this Yu-Gi-Oh, Dad? This was Yu-Gi-Oh, Dad. <laughs> I was confused because my friend said it in the Pokemon context. Oh, okay. Not a Yu-Gi-Oh context. Also, it was such an obvious lie that I don't even associate the dad with it. <laughs> So that's okay. Yes, but it is the same. Yes, exactly. There's only one dad. That's true. Yeah, I did only have like pretty much like three friends maybe growing up. So. <laughs> yeah, I think he was one. Yeah, of them. me too. I I will say though that I I have never had oyster because mm. it's never been available, and I also wouldn't really trust getting oyster from a grocery store in Montana. No. Uh, I also I've had lobster once. And I don't think it was made well because everyone seems to really like lobster. And I just thought like, this is, this tastes terrible. I would much rather eat like crab or like shrimp or any other kind of orange to white gradient ocean (laughs) food, like literally anything else. Like a crawdad. I guess those are in more lakes. Yeah. But still it's like, I I don't know. So I, I assume that I ate bad lobster because it was just like terrible texture and didn't taste good. I've only had lobster once or twice in my life other than like a lobster bisque, which I consider like different. Mm. Um, But I like crab way better. It's not bad. It's just not as good. I will say that I don't like, I don't like looking at crab, like the actual animal. Yeah. Fucking terrifying. I went to, an aquarium in Japan <laughs> and they just had a ta- like a crab tank or like a crab area. Yeah. And like, they're like the huge, like deep sea crab. And it's like, Oh my God, I hate looking at this thing. Wow. They're I water spiders. Oh no, they freak me out. It's, it's the legs. Pinch it's, it's the legs, like small, like tiny crab that you would find on like a beach or something. Uh-huh. No problems with that. But as soon as they get, as soon as they are no longer orange, 
Mm. And their legs are like seven times as long as their body. Then it becomes a problem. So the crabs we eat in Maryland are actually blue until you steam them. They're called Whoa. Maryland blue crabs. Interesting. It's really cool. But also you steam them live. And so like, oh, no, I got very desensitized to it because we would get live crabs and then you would put them in a big steaming pot mm. and then you have to tie the lid down. So I have like a distinct memory of crabs running across the lawn because Whoa. yeah, because <laughs> wow. they didn't get tied down enough. So like that was a weird thing. They as were a kid. tied down. Wait, 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 wait. Is this the, the kind of thing where like they escaped yeah, the pot? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. The That's lid was wild. not tied tight enough. I thought someone just like, we'll just not tie these crabs while we wait for the water to boil no. and then just walking around. No. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. So it's a, it's a wild experience. Most of the time you don't steam them yourself, but this was, I mean, this was back in late nineties, you know, we were, we were doing things our own way <laughs> on the farm. Interesting. Huh? Yeah. That sounds exciting though. I would like to, I like to think I'd like to be a part of that, but maybe I would feel differently if I was actually watching it happen. I think I would feel differently about it now. Like it would be weirdly uncomfortable now, but. I, I don't really know how to like frame or phrase this question, but <laughs> it, is it like. Okay. Yes. I'm a virgin, Josh. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, on to the break. <laughs> I was going to ask what it is about like shellfish or that they turn orange when you cook them because shrimp do that like shrimp are gray yeah and then they turn orange and oh, then i mean thank crabs, god though i mean gray food Ugh. you don't like a bowl of gruel paul <laughs> i didn't say i didn't like it i kind of did I you, guess. <laughs> you implied it yeah i did yeah i it's a weird thing yeah i don't know just I, a thought that i just had i don't expect an answer <laughs> I could bullshit an answer, but All I right. think it's okay. Uh, <laughs> it's a chemical reaction. So it's a pigment likely in the shell that when you make it really hot, it changes oh. arrangement and is now orange. I'll take that as fact. That yeah. sounds good enough to me. <laughs> and with that, we actually will head on to a break. <laughs> hey, my kids lost their lunch on that roller coaster you built. They like the 17 loop-de-loops. Introducing Roller Coaster Tycoon. Build the amusement park of your dreams with rides and coasters that'll blow your mind. There's plenty to eat in your park, but where are your bathrooms? Gee, I knew I forgot something. Place bathrooms and concession stands to keep your customers happy. I doubled the bathrooms, built some incredible new roller coaster rides, and lowered ticket prices. Yeah! Tourists. Get on Roller Coaster Tycoon, now for PCCD-ROM. Welcome back, everybody. Hope you enjoyed that break. I sure did. Big news, guys. Paul's pregnant. I'm no longer a virgin. Yeah. <laughs> Lost it in the break. <laughs> That's why it was so quick. <laughs> it's true. We're going to one pump chump over here. <laughs> oh, no. All I can think this. of was Pumpy Kong. Oh, <laughs> uh, Paul, you're now Pumpy Kong. <laughs> That's fine. I'll take it. All right. It's better than Drunky Kong. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, I like it better. <laughs> I feel like it's more original. I feel like that's what matters. Like you have to own your Kongness. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in a completely different direction from that, <laughs> and also crab, <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about old PC games. Yeah. Which is. I'm going to be honest, not something that I was expecting you to pick from our list. 
which is why I put the big disclaimer. <laughs> I was like, I don't think this is everyone's normal experience. And that's fine. I think atypical experiences uh, are great too. You know, because I feel like that's most of the stuff that I've talked about. It's like, well, I didn't experience this in the same way that everyone else did. Mm-hmm. And if I did experience it in like a similar way, it would have been like three years later when it was no longer like a thing. Yeah. You know, because I don't know the way that like my household was and also being like lower income, everything just kind of came around a few years later. I was like, oh, that's 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 what what everybody's been talking about. That's what everyone's been talking about. Yeah. This is what it's like to have a wireless like. A wireless landline phone. It's finally the year 2010 and we have a wireless landline phone. Uh-huh. I get the appeal. <laughs> so things always just came to us a little late. So it's always like, all right, whatever. We were kind of in that intermediate of like not very well to do, but both of my parents were in technology. And so we had the computers and stuff. We had a separate phone line for our dial up for internet. So like we had that, but it still didn't feel like super fancy. Like none of our tech was super fancy. Um, Oh yeah. Cause cause then like it becomes more layered, right? It's like we had a computer, but then also our computer couldn't like read a DVD or burn a CD. Yep. It yep. could read a CD and that was it. And we had dial up for so long. Like <laughs> we just couldn't get rid of it. Yeah. I, f- uh, I feel like we had dial up well into me being in high school. Yeah. Same. It was the only thing that was good was that we didn't have to not be on the phone mm-hmm. while we were on the internet. Yep. So I could use do- both. Yeah. I could wow. be on AIM while my mom was calling <laughs> her friends. It was great. Wow. I think I think we got DSL early on, like maybe when I was in like sixth or seventh grade, and that it was a big deal though. Oh but, yeah, and we definitely like sacrificed having a a working computer. Ours was getting very old at that point, and so it was yeah yeah it wasn't uh, wasn't a great computer. It didn't always work very well, but we could talk on the phone while well, we used the internet. There you go. Yeah, got that good good DSL. There you mm-hmm. go. Do you remember Abby the? what the computer was because we had, we had our computer for so long. Yeah. So like we, I went, it never got upgraded. It got upgraded once when I was in high school because I needed to burn a CD. Oh my gosh. So my parents finally bought a new computer. Yeah. Um, but we had like, we had an old like HP pavilion. Yeah. Gray with like one blue accent tower from like the year 2000 and just had that. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking like what I'm thinking about playing these games on was Windows 95, obviously operating system. I don't remember, but HP something probably. And it was like this off-white cream and and there were no (laughs) accent colors. It was just this like monolith of off-white, just weird tech, big old computer. (laughs) Yeah. And I remember, I feel like the actual computer part sat underneath the monitor Instead of being a tower, like we did have, we did have like a stand kind of thing too for like your monitor. And I don't know if it was intentional that I don't, it's hard to remember. I remember we had a tower at one point, but yeah, the, the one that I'm thinking of was like underneath the monitor. Wow. That's great. Mm. Safe space. Honestly. Yeah. Our hours, like we had, we had to like get a desk and like, it was when desks had just like, 
I guess they still kind of do now, but you have to like, it's harder to find, but it was like, this is a computer desk. Yes. Because it has this cubby on the right for a tower. Yes. Yeah. You had to be able to access the CD drive. So it was like the perfect height when you were sitting down to put the CD in. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And it, some of them had like that slide out for the keyboard. Oh, we had a oh slidey gosh. thing for the keyboard. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, we definitely had that. I also remember getting in trouble because my dad had work stuff on a floppy disk and I was playing with magnets as you do as a kid. Oh, no. And I put a magnet on the floppy disk because it was magnetic. Yeah, got in some trouble. Oh, for that. no. <laughs> yeah, old PCs, man. Man, yeah, they're... They're crazy. I'm I'm going to guess like it was also probably like a really boxy rectangular one Very too. Very like boxy. It was 95. Was not aerodynamic. We had an aerodynamic HP. <laughs> like you could put that thing in the wind tunnel and it's like no drag. Yep. Yep. Got to be able to go on the internet super highway. <laughs> <laughs> no slowdowns for me. I'm cruising down that dial up lane. <laughs> Do you guys remember? Did you ever watch? Uh, I think it was the second one. The second Brave Little Toaster the brave little toaster saves the day. Maybe no. I barely remember watching the first one. Well, so in this one, the brave little toaster has to go on. I got to rewatch this movie because I honestly don't really remember the point of it, but they're at one point, like they literally have to go on the highway to do something like a literal highway. And then at one point there's a modem who pops up and then they're like, who are you? And he's like, I'm the modem. You can't go on the internet super highway without me. And then they go on just a real highway. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, same like, thing. Yeah. It's like, what? It was, it was very confusing as a child. Hmm. I, I, this is somewhat related to the internet and like just when that was becoming a thing, I would have been in like kindergarten or first grade, maybe even preschool. It was when I like started learning how to read. And I could read by the time I got to preschool. And I remember the teachers at my preschool talked with my parents. And they're like, well, Josh can read now or he can read. And that's great. So we want to encourage that. Here's some books you can give to him. So I got like a bunch of really basic, really basic, easy to read books. And I think some advanced ones too. So I got like a first grade book. Mm -hmm. And I remember one of those books was about computers and the internet. And I'm pretty sure I got it from preschool. I could have gotten it from the library. I don't really remember. But it was about, I think, this kid. And he, like, goes on, like, we're going to surf the net. And he, like, goes into the computer or something. But he had this friend that was, like, a blue parrot or something. It was some <laughs> sort of anthropomorphic blue bird that had, like, either a backwards hat or he had, like, those, like, those like holographic sunglasses that you would find oh. in like the late nineties or like late eighties, early nineties. Yes. He had a cool jacket on. And I just want to know what that book is because I just want to know what they said about the internet in like <laughs> 1999 for yeah. kids. I yeah. just, I just want to know. And I, I've tried Googling internet book with bird and then I get <laughs> nothing, <laughs> but I want to know what this book is. Did you ever watch the show reboot? No, but that's the uh, that's the 3D one that was on like Cartoon Network, right? Yes. That was like my first media that talked about computers and it was wild. I loved that show. Man. I remember seeing, I've definitely seen like images from it, but yeah. I don't think I ever watched it as a kid. 
Yeah, I'm trying to think when it was. Like, it was early for me. Oh, I loved it so much. Uh, I guess swing, swinging back a little bit to, like, games and everything, <laughs> uh, you, you had kind of, like, given, like, a little bit of a list as far as games that you had played. Yeah. Which I guess also, because we had a computer that was just shit, I did not experience really any PC games growing up. Like, I was very, we were very strictly, like, a console household. Yeah. Because... For a while, we didn't have a computer, and when we did have one, it wasn't good enough to run a game. <laughs> and even like it, there were some games that it could run, but it ran them poorly. So I didn't really get a lot of PC game experience until like high school when we got that new computer that could burn a CD. Ooh. Um, I kind of lost my train of thought with where I was going with that. Wow. We we're probably could... going towards the early games. The, yeah, like, I think something like ones. that. Yeah, mm -hmm. like or, or things like that, because I, I definitely did play that stuff at school. Yeah. Paul and I talked about that. We like was it our second episode. We talked about like Pajama Sam, a specific all the humongous mm. entertainment. I noticed mm -hmm. that you didn't explicitly mention those. I'm curious if you did play any of those in addition to the other stuff that we'll probably talk about. No. So I've talked about this with a couple of people. I think I was a little bit earlier than that like the pajama sam stuff because that's not something i remember at all and so i think like the jumpstart games that i had mentioned to you uh over text those were like what was big at that time and the pajama sam stuff came like right after that okay gotcha i don't think i ever i may maybe like at school like a teacher had a copy of of one of those but i just remember like I always remember seeing it at like Walmart. Yeah. You know, it's I, I'll go down the video game aisle and I'm like, wow, look at all these PC games. Yeah. Starcraft. Like, oh, look at that. Yeah. Also, just like the coolest thing ever when you go look at those and like the box always has that Velcro sticker and you can crack that sucker open Ugh. and like look at all the pictures in there. I was like, man, PC games are cool as hell. Uh-huh. Just like, oh, oh that, so satisfying. Yeah, I just like, cracked that open. But I would remember like looking like, oh, there's a jumpstart game. Look at those, like, look at that baby shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I have no, I really have no context for what those games are outside of, I remember the box art. That's yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, I think this was for me just like, my mom had gotten these things because it was like, ooh, it's how the kids can learn while they're at home. <laughs> but I remember feeling so cool playing these things because they all had different themes. And so like the, I'm trying to remember the third grade one. So what I found out in thinking about this episode was that there is a jumpstart wiki <laughs> and it has Hell all yes. of this information. It's so cool. But third grade one was all about robots and you were in this like mad scientist place and you got to do all these things. And yeah, it was like math and spelling, but you were also getting to play with cool robots. Um, and I remember learning about Jacques Cousteau because there was a <laughs> trivia game and I will never forget Jacques Cousteau being like the scuba diver guy because of this game. Wow. But it turns out there's whole storyline. So when I was reading through the wiki, this like... <laughs> there's a campaign? Yes! <laughs> and you had to like oh, beat hilarious. this number of mini games to win it. And so the fourth grade one was this haunted 
mansion or something. And I remember there being like, yeah, there was like a vampire labyrinth that you had to get through and these potions you had to do. But it turns out the storyline of the game is that you have a substitute teacher in your normal school and she's a witch. (gasps) And her whole thing is that she wants to turn you all into monsters. Oh my God, that's terrifying as hell. I have no memory of this. (laughs) Wait, so that's like starting from the beginning, like in your like kindergarten jumpstart ones or? No. So each different year, like second grade, fourth grade, all of them were different themes. Oh, okay. And evidently there were callbacks. So by the time you got to fifth grade, there was a callback to third grade if you were paying attention. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So, and what's also really interesting that I didn't know about is they revamped some of the years. So you'll look up Jumpstart fourth grade. And for me, it's Haunted Mansion or whatever it is. But for somebody else, it's like this weird skateboarding guy. So, yeah, it's is a whole thing. Um, I think a lot of them came out in 95, which would have made sense. Like that was about when we were starting to get into all the computer stuff. But that was for me like, oh, yeah, I'm going home from kindergarten, I'm gonna go play my Jumpstart game and I might play first grade because I'm cool. Wow. Yeah, it was great. First grade had a kitchen and I can remember what the food looked like and being like, oh, that burger that I learned fractions with looks (laughs) so good. (laughs) What a great delivery to learn fractions though. Yeah. Right? It's like this this burger is half meat. Yeah. And you can see that it's (laughs) half meat. And it would be a thing, you know how there's those games where it's like this person wants this food, like a cooking mama or whatever those games are. Mm -hmm. It would be like this person wants a third of their plate to be peas and a half of their plate to be mashed potatoes. And so you just get really hungry while doing fractions. (laughs) I'm getting hungry just hearing about it. (laughs) It was super fun. It's not a PC game, but this does remind me of, and I'm trying to think of the name of it, and I, it's it's escaping me, but it, it's like brain something. But it's like those flashcards that are on like a, those really long ones. Yes! That oh. have like a single pin in them, and then you Braincraft. Flip. Braincraft? I don't know. Oh, uh, shoot. Now we all got to look this up. I remember seeing People those. are screaming at their podcast players right and now. There was always like a really diverse like crowd on the front. Of, like, yeah, there was like three people. kids on the crowd, all different skin color. Were they brain teasers? Is that what they were? I mean, I don't remember. I don't think so. That's. I remember looking at my older brothers, like he had some that were like years ahead of me and looking at them and reading them and being like, Oh, I can't figure any of this out. <laughs> like, <laughs> feel like this is too hard for me. Oh, I, yeah, I remember like the one I had also like had it had like a plastic case that it slid into yep. and it like locked. It was cool as hell. Was it Brain Quest? Did you already say that? Oh, it's probably Brain Quest. That sounds familiar. Brain Quest. It was Brain Quest. Oh wow. fuck yeah, man! Brain Quest was the shit. Yes. Oh my God. I loved those. I only had one, but I loved it. I was very much like the show off know-it-all in uh, elementary school. And so for me, it was like when the teacher brought that out, I'm like, hmm, brain quest. I'm going to beat all the other kids in this. (laughs) Time to kick everyone else in the ass. (laughs) And they were different skill level or age levels too. Uh Uh-huh. And different colors. Yep. Oh yeah. That was, man, that was mm, primo for like education just like i got it's oh, also yeah. like i have nothing else to do i'm just gonna flip through the brain quest again yes <laughs> oh man that was so good but mo- moving away from like also educational games you yeah. like you you it sounds like you kind of play like a variety yeah of like like 
strategy games yeah. and I don't know, maybe don't really remember what else he wrote. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> but I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically my dad was really into video games, um, specifically PC games. So he would play stuff and I would get into it. So um, the first one that I remember is Warcraft. And this was like early Warcraft. This was like Warcraft, Warcraft 1, 1 and 2. Oh, wow. damn. Tides of Darkness. That's <laughs> what I remember. I loved that. And I got so mad when World of Warcraft came out because it changed the whole game for me. Like I didn't end up playing it because I didn't want to play with people. I wanted to to boss my little orcs around. I wanted to click on a person multiple times and have them get mad at me for clicking on them. <laughs> Um, like I still remember like jobs done, like they, <laughs> they would do done. the thing. Yeah. And so that and Starcraft, any of those, like, I don't even know what you'd call them. Like resource gathering, like community. I, I would just, I would, well, uh, they, they're, uh, I just blind. They're RTS games. Yeah. 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 Real time strategy. Yeah. Oh, I love those so much. I'm so bad at those. <gasps> oh. I, I have tried so many times to try and play Starcraft. I was like. I can get through like the first five missions and I'm like, one, I also, it just can't hold my attention is one part of it. Cause I'm just like, this isn't, this isn't like working for yes. me. But then also it's like, this is getting hard. Yeah. And maybe that's why I can't keep my attention. I don't know. What I would like you to picture in your mind is 10 year old Abby who has built all these barrackses and has these like flying dragon orc things and has like 50 different soldiers and is ascending on the enemy to, <laughs> to raise their capital <laughs> and is like laughing maniacally behind this computer screen. Like I have conquered the entire world. There is no more fog of war. Like <laughs> I, I know the whole map. bitch. I was so, I felt so powerful. That is really funny. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was great. Our computer came pre-installed with like a, a variety of, of some games through through a service called Wild Tangent. And I think Ooh. they were all shockwave games. So it was like it was the predecessor to the predecessor of Flash, I believe. Yep. It was just some kind of like, I don't know, framework or something for what games could be made in. Yeah, I remember Shockwave. Yeah. So we had a variety of Shockwave games, and one of them was an RTS game. Like you could play one level of this, like of this like modern military uh, like RTS game. So I remember mm -hmm. like clicking and dragging over like you, you got like four Jeeps, two tanks and like two helicopters <laughs> and just like, all right, I'm going to click all click and drag all these. And then you right click on your target and then they move there and then you right click and attack. It's like, this is so fun because <laughs> it's the first level and it's easy. Yep. And that's all you got. And I played the shit out of that. Oh Yeah. Speaking of built-in computer games, there was one in our, I don't remember if it was Windows 95 or 98, but there, it was called Chips Challenge. And it was like a series of puzzle games. And each time you beat it, you got a little four-letter code so you could get back to it because you mm. couldn't save the game. But if you have the code, you could like move to the level. And my whole family, we had it written on a list so that everyone could see it. I just, I was researching it today and I sent a message to my family because I found out you can download it for free on Steam. Oh, and so my whole family yeah. is like, ah, this is so great. And you, you were just like running around trying to collect these computer chips and you could have like fun little boots oh. that would allow you to like skate on ice or walk on fire. It was really fun. I first... Maybe this speaks volumes about me, but I assumed that it was like chocolate chip cookies. Oh, 
<laughs> no, it was that part of like when computers were coming out where everything had to be about computers because it was so cool. <laughs> yeah. Technology yeah. game. Yeah, it was it was really meta. Like you uh-huh. were on your computer looking for computer chips. So good. Yeah, I, I have only ever heard of it. I have never seen what it looks like. Yeah. And don't know really anything about the gameplay, but yeah, I've I've heard about I've heard about Chips Challenge. It's but, on Steam for wow. free. Something I do on on that similar vein, um, Blizzard did re-release StarCraft and some of the Warcraft yeah. uh, games too, I think. Yep. I think for people that really are into it, it's like, oh, this is an obvious cash grab. Yeah. And I think they don't like it. But I think it's the kind of thing where it's like, well, I can't figure out how to use DOSBox uh-huh. or a kind of VM to run the game. I think it's for people that might like, I just kind of want to... Try playing Warcraft 1 again. You know, it's like, yep. it's, pro- it's probably a good deal. There's a website you can play Warcraft Tides of Darkness for free. Really? Because it's such a small game. They can just wow. like, put it it's, on this website. Oh. Wow. One thing I totally forgot to text you about was Diablo. The original Diablo. Oh, man. That's, woo. Oh, I love that too. For me, like today, I'm like, no, I don't want to see the entrails of this giant butcher after I slay him. But as a 10 year old, I was like, yes, I'm going to destroy. I'm going to kill the devil. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to go down into this dungeon and destroy everything. Man, I love that. Wow. That's that's. That's fun. <laughs> to me, that's fun. Just like imagining just little Abby playing all sorts of Blizzard games. Yeah, it was. And I think my dad would be so mad if he realized that like I was so into it. But oh, I loved that. Did either of you play? And I've, if you had an XP computer, I can't imagine any kid not playing it. Space Pinball. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, I man. mean, Space Pinball, I, we had Windows ME and then Windows 2000 or maybe vice versa. I don't remember which one was was first. I think it was Emmy and then 2000. Okay. Mm-hmm. I remember we, we got our computer upgraded at some point, like, like six years after 2000 came out, I feel like, but we had space pinball and I loved it. Oh, that's so good. Mm-hmm. I wish my laptop had it now, but now I've got a stupid Mac. Ugh. I bet, I bet there's an, a website where you oh, can play it. For sure. If someone has found a way to let you play the, like all of Warcraft Someone has found a way to let you play Space Pinball. Did you guys ever know about the screensaver program After Dark? No. It sounds like it's going to scare me. Oh, no. It was just super fun, and it had mini games in a screensaver. Like, we would turn the screensaver on. I remember those being a thing, though. It was so fun. And it was like the series of 20 different possible screensavers. And some of them you would watch. And it was like this bad dog who'd run around and dig through your files. Um, <laughs> and then there was a Flying Toasters one that was like their main one. But then there was one where you fly- could. Oh, toasters. I remember Flying yeah. Toasters. Yes. So it was the same program. Um, but then you could go through, there was like weird little platformers and this one where you could do pinball. Yeah. It was, that was the jam in my house. Wow. Man, just like the variety of like screensavers uh-huh. and also just like weird like desktop th- things. I don't really know how to describe <laughs> them because like I remember going to Disney's website and downloading a like a Lilo and Stitch. Like I, it was, it was. I remember downloading like this weird Stitch program. Where he just hangs out on your desktop. Yeah. And like he'll like punch a hole through your desktop <laughs> and crawl out of it. 
and you can pick him up and throw him around and like he'll sometimes grab your cursor and try to eat it or something and the internet was just filled with that people loved computers the, the internet was fun back then now oh, it's yeah. a shithole <laughs> yeah it was just fun for the sake of fun like what yeah. ridiculous thing can we do yeah it's like look at this cool thing that someone has come up with or programmed and now it's just like i hate every website <laughs> it's all bad it's all it's all terrible i remember we had this one um i guess it wasn't really it wasn't a game it definitely didn't have a disc you like had to download it i think but it was called like destroy your desktop i think mm-hmm. i Where, remember this yeah you could have like you could have like a machine gun or like a paint gun or uh-huh. a flamethrower where you would just basically like paint over your <laughs> desktop but it would look like you were destroying it oh uh-huh. you could like put termites on it <laughs> would they just like eat away at your desktop yeah they would just it would just slow everything would basically slowly turn it to black Except for the paint gun would, of course, cover it in, like, random paint colors. Yeah. But i that's all I remember is the machine gun, the termite, the paint gun, and the flamethrower. But I'm sure I'm sure there was more that I, I'm forgetting about. I vividly remember this. Like, specifically, yeah. you said the machine gun, and I'm like, yep, I can picture the bullet holes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which so were, good. And the gun, like, looked... It didn't look like a real gun in any way. No. <laughs> it, they somehow just totally got that really wrong, but... There was this game... Um, it was some Spider-Man game. It was like the old Spider-Man animated uh, cartoon, but you got to create your own comic strips out of it and they could be animated comic strips and there was like noises you could play and there was like little like paintbrushes you could use. It was so fun. And I remember <laughs> I have three brothers. And so the only thing they ever wanted to do was create these animated comic strips of the the lady uh, victims running around and farting. <laughs> <laughs> and so they would run across the screen and there'd be like this green cloud. Um, that was also a great one growing up. The Spider-Man comic. I don't. It was like Kid Picks, but with Spider-Man. Fucking <laughs> Kid Picks. I wrote down Kid Picks because that was the shit. Oh, I love Kid Picks. Oh, man. I think it was... I remember like playing around with Kid Picks, I think in first grade, and then it disappeared and then came back in fourth grade. Yes. And just like, oh, man, like the amount of lag you can do and use the dynamite. And just like, oh, look at this. It's running at a beautiful two frames per second because I clicked the dynamite so many times. Yep, yep. And also so just good. like that beautiful sound when you use the thick brush, just like. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Paul, do, do, do you know Kid Picks? No. Oh. I don't know anything about it. Kid Picks, is, Kid Picks is fun paint for kids. Yeah. So it essentially does everything that paint does, but everything makes sounds. There's like oh. animated GIF stickers that you can use. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to erase everything, you can just, there's a tool that's a stick of dynamite and you click and it makes an explosion and everything clears off the screen. Yeah. You you saying like that it like makes your computer lag makes me think of a different game, um, SimCity. I think it was SimCity 2000 specifically that my older brother had. Um, and I remember playing that, I think, a couple of years after he had been playing it, like when he kind of forgot about it and like, like having, you could have natural disasters occur yep. like on your city and just like doing so many of them at the same time that like the whole comp- like program froze. And then I remember specifically my older brother, like walking in and seeing that the game was frozen and he was like, Oh, did you do too many natural disasters? And I was like, <laughs> I did. And he was like, yeah, that'll happen. It's like, <laughs> it felt really good to be like, Oh, 
everybody does this. Like they always <laughs> just make the computer freeze with yes. their natural disasters. Man, those sim games. In a full stereotype moment, the first sim game I remember is we had Sim Farm. And you could like full on just do the thing that we were already doing on the farm. <laughs> oh, but I love any of those sim games. Mm. Yeah, you, you had mentioned playing, the, which is a game that I have zero experience with. Like it has ne- it had always never been interesting to me. And like, aside from like one, not being able to play them, like just cause you know, we didn't have a computer that could run it, but just like, I think in general, I just also wasn't interested. Yeah. I, I like really remember like when Sims two were like in its heyday, again, going to like, like the computer, like, like to the video game aisle and half of it was just like Sims expansions. Uh-huh. Just all of it was like, look at all this stuff you can buy for Sims 2. Yep. But I, I have like no experience with really any actual like Sim branded games. Yeah. I've played every one of the Sims. Whoa. I love it. And it used to be the game when I was in high school where I'd be like, oh, I'm really excited for this party that's happening on Saturday night. So I'm going to play the Sims all day because it would pass time so quickly. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it was great. And like Sims one is wild to me now because there were so limited, so many limited features. But I remember being like, Ooh, I can take the ladder out of the swimming pool and my, my Sims will die. But, (laughs) and it was like fun trying to find all the ways to kill them. Obviously (laughs) I'm totally fine. And I like, I'm a normal human. Um, But I think also, like, I I was such a bossy kid, and I think I just (laughs) loved being able to make Sims do what I wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Oh, I loved that game so much. And I think being able to design your own house and stuff was very much a fun thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would probably like playing it now, I think, to a certain extent. Yeah. It's the kind of game where, like, I I would get maybe five hours of entertainment out of it (laughs) before I'm like, all right, I get the appeal, and then never touch it again. Yeah. But yeah. Did, did, I guess did that also extend to like other Sim games like Sim City, yeah. maybe even a Sim Ant? <laughs> Sim Ant? I don't I, know about this. I don't Is that know. like Ant like the bug or Ant like Ant and Uncle? Ant like the bug. Okay. Oh, I only cool. know of it on, oh, I don't know if it's, oh, it might be Super Nintendo. Mm. It might be regular Nintendo. I don't remember, but I, I only know of a console version. There, there's probably a PC version out there. But it is just an ant hill simulation. That's incredible. Yeah. I probably would have played it if I knew about it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I honestly think Sims was the thing that was like, oh, no, this is your type of game. Like, because that's now pretty much the only kind of game that I'm interested in mm-hmm. is that sort of thing. Like, right now, the two games that I play the most are Stardew Valley and City Skylines. Um, so to me, that feels very similar in the similar vein. Um, but yeah, like Roller Coaster Tycoon was different, but it was still that same like simulation building thing. But yeah, I was I was into all that stuff. Man, I similarly again because of computer restrictions, I did all not similarly. I did sorry. not play. <laughs> uh, I didn't. I didn't play Roller Coaster Tycoon. <sighs> my my experience with Tycoon games was whenever someone would develop a flash tycoon game. Mm-hmm. So I remember playing lemonade tycoon Yep, and spent like, I very distinctly remember like middle of summer. I'm just at home 
not doing anything productive, just like at the computer playing Lemonade Tycoon, Uh making as much money as I can. Just like, oh, this is great. There's something so late stage capitalism about these tiny children who are like, or your, you know, teenagers that are like, I'm going to make so much money Uh off of this video game and being so excited about it. And doing things like, well, of course, I'll just get rid of more bathrooms and then charge people to use bathrooms. Uh, And then that's how I can make all my money. Yep. Oh, we learned all sorts of bad habits with that. (laughs) Roller Coaster Tycoon is hands down my favorite video game ever. Really? Yeah. There's um, recently Noclip ha- uh, published a, I think it's like a pseudo documentary mm-hmm. on, on Roller Coaster Tycoon and like the community around it. Because I think specifically Roller Coaster Tycoon 2 has a pretty active community mm-hmm. as far as like people making content for it. And I think like mods and like everything around that, which is pretty cool to me for like, what is probably a 20 year old game. Yeah. That there's that much support. It's so incredible. And it, and on the reverse side, when they were making things like the, there was a roller coaster tycoon mobile game that came out and it just got ransacked. Like everyone hated it. So there's this very passionate community that didn't want anything other than that like roller coaster tycoon 2 so wild have you seen like any of those videos that are because like i a lot of them are just kind of like well let's just test what the limits of the game are yeah or it's like all right and there's also like i there's one particular video that i watched clips of i don't remember what it is exactly but it's like it's just it, it's like so like just in the weeds of <laughs> the actual programming of Roller Coaster Tycoon Two, where it's like how like how like how lines work, and so the guy just kind of like constructs just like this zigzaggy pattern that people have to walk through, uh-huh. and just kind of explains like well these are the limits of the game for like how long a line can be, and it's just like really interesting stuff like that interesting to me at least where it's like yeah oh this is more interesting like watching this to me and listening to someone talk about the mundanities of this game is far more interesting than actually playing the game myself i mean you're talking about this and i'm like i need to go home tonight and watch these (laughs) because that's fascinating Mm -hmm. especially thinking about those older games and how they would have been made and then you're like okay what could i have done because because as someone who played it so much, you would have things happen that would be like, this is really weird and I don't understand why the AI is doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, oh, I'm going to go home right now <laughs> and watch it immediately. <laughs> yeah, it's, cool. it, it's really interesting just like the, uh, that, that, that it also is that particular game where it's like, no, nah, this is, this is the perfect game. Not anything after it, not even like the spiritual successors to it where it's like, we also like this game and we made mm-hmm. like a quote unquote modern version of it. Yeah. You know, it's like, no, it is very specifically roller coaster tycoon two. Yes. Yeah. I, I've never played roller coaster tycoon two, which is like blasphemous, but <laughs> I'm sure I would love it. Um, and you hear a lot now about planet coaster. I think that's the new one. That's like mm-hmm. actually not, it's not new anymore, but that's the one that actually yeah. like did the best comparatively. Um, but yeah, Roller Coaster Tycoon is yeah fanatic. And, and there's even there's even games like that start to like look at different angles of of it too. So like whereas whereas Roller Coaster Tycoon and Planet Coaster are very much like 
creating like an actual theme park. Mm -hmm. There's another one that was in that no clip video where they made a game that was very specifically about managing a roller coaster theme park. So you would make it, but then it's also like you have to deal with like employee satisfaction (laughs) and you have to deal with like how employees get from one end of the park to the other. And you have to deal with like even more mundane things. Like (laughs) there's less creativity and like, this is how I want the roller coaster to be. And more of this is how, like it's very much the kind of game where it's like, I love spreadsheets Mm. and understanding (laughs) how everything behind the scenes works. And for game and for people that like that, it's like, I think, this is who they built that for. I feel like you should be able to put that on your resume. That's like, I put in a hundred hours of managing a theme park. Yeah, it's like, I look, I've ran the simulations. <laughs> Hire me. I know I've how it's going to go. I, I know, know how it's going to go. How employees I've, are going to get across the park. They're going to take <laughs> this walkway. Yeah, they're going to go this way. Look, it's it. Look, look at look at my look at my play time. Oh, my God. Honestly, though, that might be a thing in the future to be like, I've played the simulation. Look at my experience. I'm, yeah, like I <laughs> I would probably do that. It would definitely be just like a thing like, look at this plus one, right? They do that for pilots. Really? You, ha- I'm, you have a pilot simulator that you go through when you're training. I guess that's a good point. But but it's like if, if you're being if you're like applying to be like a commercial pilot, I wonder like how <laughs> seriously they would take like, well, I guess you did put in 500 hours into flight sim. <laughs> yeah, I think you probably need some real experience too. But. Yeah, but all, but also, um, I think it's also maybe to the point where it's like, I think this does count for something, right? Yeah. Especially if you can show them like, no, look, I have a flight stick and the pedals and I am playing the game as realistic as possible. Yeah. And I... That in addition to like, no, I also have a pilot's license. <laughs> I think also, I think that should count for something, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. I, I think so. Yeah. Let me run your theme park. I've <laughs> done so much roller coaster yeah. tycoon. <laughs> I've played so many video games. Don't let me build a roller coaster though, because here's the thing that you learn when you play roller coaster tycoon, the original, is any roller coaster you build is going to be too scary and everyone just throws up immediately and you have to get so many janitors. <laughs> It was so annoying. (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) What I did like was the gardeners. They, (laughs) this is, ooh, going into like the weeds here, speaking of the Speaking of gardeners. Yeah, the gardeners would like run through each of the little tiles and mow the lawn because it would get like too long. And I loved. I felt so much satisfaction from having the lawn mode <laughs> that I would just get all of the gardeners, the lawnmower guys, just so that my park looked pristine. Oh, love that. It's got to look good. No one's going to come to a shitty looking park. And you get an award for a good looking park. <laughs> really? Yeah, wow. you do. Oh, 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 hell yeah. So good. And then you would like unlock different themes. And so I could have like a Grecian area of my park. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> this, I would love to go to this part. <laughs> so good. How, like, you you had mentioned not too long ago that, like, there's, like, a couple PC games that you still play mm-hmm. or that you do play. But did, did, did like, just kind of, like, playing games on your computer, even, like, casually, did that kind of just, like, kind of, is, is there kind of, like a, like, a through line up until now? Or did you, like, kind of fall off, like, oh, wait a minute, I have, I have a computer. I remember playing games. And you just kind of, like, 
eased back into it or has it always been like, oh yeah, I just like hopping on a game every now and then. Yeah, I so I'm not like a heavy gamer or anything. I but I've always played like since I started playing Sims, I've pretty much always played that throughout my life on and off. It's not been like I go home and play it every night or every week even, but it'll be a thing where like every three to four months I'll be like, I'm going to play so much Sims <laughs> that I don't do anything else or like Sim City or City Skylines or any of those things. Um, the latest one has been Stardew Valley, but like. Yeah, I it's been a through line for sure. Stardew Valley is a very good game. I love it. I love it so much. I have never finished the game. Like I always I always get to like the end of year one mm-hmm. and then I kind of burn out. Yeah. And then I start over. Yeah. I don't I think the farthest I've ever gotten was like like year two June. And then I'm just like, well, I've played Stardew Valley for at least four hours a day for however long yeah. I've been doing this for. I think I'm done for now. And then I take a break and I'm like, well, I come back. And I'm like, wow, my farm looks like shit. And I thought it was at the time you think it's great. Yep. And you come back like, no, this is completely unorganized. And I just want to start over from scratch. Yeah. I'm a big fan of watching uh, Let's Plays for a lot of PC games so that's how I experience a lot of the stuff that like banished I would love to play banished but I can't play it on my Mac mm-hmm. um, but the most recent time that I really got into Stardew I was watching someone do a let's play but I was watching them and then I was playing a little further in my game and then I was watching them get that part <laughs> like I was so in it when I was not playing it I was watching it so like that's how I do games I will like f- I will consume it when I am not playing it yeah and- I'm I'm kind of that way too. I I've recently got back into Final Fantasy 14 after like a I took a break for like six months because I had, I had, six months ago I had played like every day for maybe nine months. Oh wow! Um, it's by far like the most I've ever played an MMO. Uh, like even more than RuneScape, and I played RuneScape pretty much every day for like a year. Oh my god! But I've been playing Final Fantasy on and off for like four years but yeah like if even now like if i'm not watching and it's partly it's youtube's fault because of how their algorithm works but if i'm not playing the game i'm just there's a video on in the background of someone talking about final fantasy 14 and that's just that's just how i operate it's (laughs) probably terrible objectively but ah fuck it whatever there's hours worth of content yeah there's so many more there's so many more differing opinions or sometimes even the same opinions from slightly different <laughs> angles of the same topic that I can watch. It's a different voice saying the same thing. Yeah, it's still I mean great. it's the same it's the same thing but the words are mixed around a little bit, the <laughs> face is slightly different. So, I will consider it a brand new experience. I'll watch it again. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh boy. There is there are a few things in the world that I like to do less than watch someone play a video game on YouTube. <laughs> and I, boy, I just can't even imagine I'm all for you guys doing your own thing, but I'm not going to, I'm going to leave when you guys are doing that. (laughs) Just say that. I haven't said anything in a while. I'm chipping in my two cents here. Do you have siblings that played video games? Uh Uh-huh. I did. I had an older brother and a younger brother, both of whom are better at video games than I am. 
That's so, what I always attribute it to because I always watch my older brothers play video games. So I'm like, maybe that's why I like Let's Play so much. See, I and I liked that, or even like Friends. I would I would be down to to watch them do something, but something about just strangers. I'm like, nah, I'm Not done invested. with this. I'm mm-hmm. gonna go uh, watch TV or. Uh, some anything else honestly <laughs> yeah i mean i i mean i definitely get that but it's also like the the stuff that i do watch i i either have to be really interested in like what what particular thing about that subject they're talking about that has to be interesting or even the subject itself has to be interesting Otherwise, it's just people that I have kind of had in the background for years mm-hmm. and I'm not even watching them. It's like on in the background while I'm doing something else. Yeah. You know, it's it's like it's like listening to a podcast and I but they also just happen to be playing a video game. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. Hmm. So but I don't know. It kind of varies. But also that's uh, that's what I have become. <laughs> I trained my brain a couple years ago that if I put on a Minecraft video, I will fall asleep immediately. Whoa. It's amazing because I used to just listen to Minecraft Let's Plays as I fall asleep. And yeah, it'll just put me right to sleep. Dang. I guess like it's to some people, I'm sure it's nostalgic, even though like in 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 the timeline of what we've talked about, Minecraft is fairly new. Yeah. But Minecraft is one of those games that at least I know that you have played a lot of. Is that oh, fair yeah. to say? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I could not get into Minecraft. I remember like once my parents got a new computer, Minecraft was in alpha. Yep. And that's when I, like, I, I didn't want to pay for it. So I did pirate, I did pirate Minecraft. Yeah. Um, you bastard. I did. What's, <laughs> it's not, never mind. <laughs> you wouldn't download a pizza, Josh. Uh, I would if I could. <laughs> But I download, and this is when I started and stopped playing, was right after the Redstone update. Oh. So that's how long ago this was, yeah. is when they just introduced Redstone. And I was like, all right, everyone's talking about Minecraft. I'll see what the big deal about Minecraft is. Yep. And this is before, this is, of course, before the Microsoft acquisition, mm-hmm. before anything was optimized. So even on my... Parents, it, it was still a shitty laptop. I'm not going to, it was better. It was an upgrade to what we had, Yeah. but it was still not a good computer. Yep. Um. I remember like thinking like, oh, I have a computer. I can play PC games now. And I remember like, I can't pay for anything because I don't have a, I don't have a debit card or credit card. Mm-hmm. Free games only for me. So I remember like playing Team Fortress 2 on that thing and having to like run very specific launch commands like i had to put into steam just like you need to run these commands before launching the game to try and bump the graphics down even farther than what is in game to even get 30 frames per second (laughs) so i remember having to do that so like this game barely ran minecraft which is crazy to think because minecraft runs on anything now it's so optimized but of course when it's an alpha Uh barely worked but I remember like, all right, cool. I guess you punch trees and like collect trees, collect some wood. And like, all right, I kind of get the idea. And then it just could not hook me. But I guess that's not the case for you. you you've you played a lot of Minecraft. Yeah, back in like 2010 or 2011, it was when the alpha was free and they were, you had to pay for the beta, I believe. Words. Uh, 
we put it so I worked at a residence hall desk at college and we had it going just this like random world going all of the time on this very old computer and it hated us. (laughs) But like everyone during their shift would like add a little bit more to the world. And so we ended up with this wild, crazy world. No one knew what was going on. It was just this weird game that was basically like computer Legos. Um, And so we played this and then I didn't play it again for years, like probably not again until 2016. And then they had like made all these changes and that's when I like really got into it. But it's very funny thinking back to that, like there was nothing in the game at that point, but we had so much fun building these bridges and like digging out mountains and stuff. Um, but yeah, I've played it now on like several different like servers with other people. It's my like comfort game for Mm -hmm. sure. There is something about like (laughs) just hearing like, yeah, at college, we just kind of had a Minecraft computer and we all just kind (laughs) of contributed where it just like, that just sounds like such a college thing to do at that very specific time. Yes. Right. It's like, it's a brand new thing. It's something that only people that like who kind of know what's going on on the internet <laughs> would do, which you would assume to be a college demographic. Like yeah. there's just something about that where it's like, yes, all of this just fits right into place. Yeah. Like half of the people playing were computer science majors. So they like <laughs> knew what was going on. Um, yeah, it was it was the perfect uh, confluence of everything. And we had we had so much fun with it. No one cared that because we were supposed to use that computer for like checking people in. <laughs> and it, just, Minecraft. <laughs> it, just, it was slowed to a crawl at a certain that point. Is hilarious. So good. Yeah, I don't know. I do <laughs> that. I mean, my 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 early PC experience is really just not not a lot. I mean, as far as just like really old stuff, just because, again, we didn't have like we I have talked in, in some in some respects at length about the games that I did play because we did an episode on RuneScape, which I spent a lot of time uh-huh. playing. Uh, we also did an episode on Flash games. Nice. You know, just like things that like, well, I can't play a game on a disc. So <laughs> what are my alternatives for playing mm. a game on the computer? And it was pretty much those two things. And yeah. then eventually it turned into like, okay, my parents finally got a new computer. I can play... T- Team Fortress 2, if I manually bumped the graphics down even more, I played a little bit of League of Legends, and then mm. that was terrible, and I'm so glad I didn't keep with it. Um, but that's like, that's that's a lot of it. It's like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that would severely... I mean, basically, you didn't get to go down into dungeons, dungeons and kill, like, evil things in Diablo, you yeah, know? Yeah, <laughs> not really. I had I had Dungeon Siege, with I, which I think I have mentioned on this show before. It was a $10 game at Walmart, and I was like, well, it's only $10, Mom. Can I get it? And she got it for me. Uh, of course, this is before I even knew what the term system requirements was. Uh-huh. Ran very poorly, but it was just like, it was a, it was a Diablo clone. Nice. Where you had like, uh, you had like, your character that you created and the out of you gathered a party of people and then you do just kind of like go dungeon crawling and then Slash. kill things and like pick up and get loot and then get better equipment. So I did play that and it was a very okay experience. <laughs> Tolerable. Tolerable. Very good way to put it. Did you have like the games that you could play occasionally in the computer lab at school? Either of you? No, I don't think we were allowed to bring games like to school 
like that in the computer lab at all. Did you have any already? Like we had Oregon Trail and a couple things like that. No. Oh, when when we had library time, I think we had uh, some games, but I feel like ours was really overshadowed overshadowed by uh, um, the accelerated reader oh, quizzes. Yeah. They were really pushing that on us. They were like, "Well, if you're going to be on the computer, take a quiz about a book you've read." Oh my gosh! <laughs> and so we we our games. I think there was a couple, but we really weren't weren't huh. doing them. Yeah, we but I love Oregon Trail now. Oh yeah. yeah, we didn't have we didn't have like in elementary school there was like edutainment games installed. Yes, you know like um, like Kid Picks, which I would consider that edutainment, um, or like some humongous entertainment games, mm-hmm. maybe even some Jumpstart stuff. But yeah. after elementary school, that all seemed to have disappeared. And then there were there was never any fun things installed on any computers because that's when computers started to become more of just like, oh, kids kind of know how like what computers are and how to use them. Yeah. So we need to remove anything that could distract them from the work that they need to do. Yeah. However, just now talking about this, I did remember something in elementary school. It was in like first, second, and third grade. In our library, we had a computer lab. And uh, there was a very dead, I think it was like during the week, like towards the end of the day, there was a designated like activity time. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it would be, it's like today's library day or today is PE day, today's music day, whatever. One of them was computer day and we would go to the library and the library had a ton of like Apple twos or whatever the computer was that had the green screen and everything ran through a terminal. Mm-hmm. So there was no operating system. You had to write, type in terminal commands and we played games on those things. Oh so my like, gosh. just like single color green and black, just like some kind of like educational game it was like, that's what we would do. And just like play these games. And then in fourth grade, the next year, maybe it was third grade. They upgraded the computers and they were modern computers And our computer day consisted of playing uh, the Freddy Fish maze game. So (laughs) Freddy Fish is a humongous entertainment point and click game, Uh but they also published and developed like a, like a Pac-Man style maze puzzle game. And we just played that and it was (laughs) great. That sounds awesome. (laughs) I completely forgot about that until just now. (laughs) Yeah, we had... Up through middle school, we had games. I think you're the change that you're talking about where it was like, oh, shoot, these kids know more <laughs> about kids, computers yeah. than we do uh-huh. was when I went into high school. And suddenly it was like, no, those don't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you had to like you had to like find creative ways to get around like the school filter so you could play flash games, too. Yes. Oh, Yes. We all, I remember someone figured out, and this was like when HTTPS was becoming a thing, that the school filter at our high school was very specific to like very specific blacklisted URLs. Mm-hmm. So if you type in HTTPS colon slash slash Facebook.com, oh, hey, look, I can log into Facebook. Oh my God. That's incredible. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, because we had, there was like the I am bored and like albino black sheep and all of those different mm-hmm. things that at a certain point they stopped being accessible. Yep. Ugh. It was a terrible day when it's like, oh, well, yep. can't access this anymore. Yep. And then it's like, oh, well, look, we can still go to Facebook and play Mafia Wars. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. 
Turn on Farmville. <sighs> yep. God. Never played Farmville. I did it. I didn't. I had a couple of months on Farmville, and then I thought, I'm not going to do this anymore, and I was very happy about it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it was one of those ones that you played for a little bit, and I was just like, nah, I don't need this in yeah, my life. Yeah, I get the appeal, and now this is kind of a job. Yeah. Oh, I, absolutely. I don't get the appeal. I remember seeing people posting pictures of their farms, and I'd be like, I'm not going to look at that. I just hated when it was like, your thing will grow in 24 hours, and that's 24 real hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hated that. <laughs> yep. Yeah, those goddamn idle games. Mm. Well, if anyone knows of something that feels like Warcraft 2, Tides of Darkness, <laughs> let me know, because I'm still on the search <laughs> for that <laughs> that high. <laughs> I'm sure that, I'm sure something is out there. Ugh. They've got like the Command and Conquer games, which I played a little bit, uh-huh. which is very similar. But mm, I used to love uh, 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 Red Alert Two. That was yeah, my, my yeah. favorite one. Oh, loved that game. Why didn't we talk about Red Alert Two? I honestly kind of forgot about it until oh. you said Command and Conquer. <laughs> but it just popped in my head. It was it was definitely one of my my old. It was more of an older brother game for me. So mm, I remember okay. watching him play that and being like, "This is great," and then trying to play it a couple of times and being like, "This is fun," but. I can't really do anything. I'm too bad at this. Yeah. That was my experience with a lot of PC games. Like, I think I'm too dumb and I don't get it. I don't understand. I think especially for that sort of game, you have to get the really get the hang of what you're expected to do um, and what the AI wants you to do. They're, they're, they were hard games to learn on your own. Yeah. Right. Like if you didn't have the manual, and even if you did have the manual, you have to be smart enough to understand it, which if I'm seven, I can't. Yeah. I can read the words, but I do not know what they're telling me. Absolutely. Like if you don't have the manual or something to tell you what to do, it's like, I'm just going to keep clicking, but I keep losing. <laughs> and then it's just frustrating. Yeah. And then it's like, well, I guess I will never do this again. <laughs> no more RTS games no for me. No more. And that is uh, my story to this day. Yeah. Honestly, that makes me feel a lot better about all the computer games I did try and fail at. Because I always just thought I was stupid, but no, I probably it was probably hard to comprehend for a, a little tiny baby like oh, me. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Art, I mean, especially considering like those those games were made by a, a bunch of dorks who like <laughs> just have like, I don't know, like everything is complex. Yeah, and they're made they're made specifically that way, so it's like you have to kind of really know what's going on, and if you don't, because you're a child, you won't get it. Yep. And if you're me, you still won't get it. <laughs> Any other uh, final thoughts on PC games before we wrap it up? I just want to go watch some videos. <laughs> uh, I'll, right, when we're done, I'm going to show you some of these videos I yeah. mentioned about with Roller Coaster Tycoon. Yes, uh, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you have any fun memories about PC games, you can tell us on Twitter and Instagram at NES underscore pod, or you can send us an email, nostalgiasystempodcast at gmail.com. And uh, you can also support the show on Patreon, patreon.com slash NES underscore pod, where uh, you get some very fun bonus episodes. So if you want more of this, which <laughs> I know you do, uh, head over to that place, which is probably my favorite website. Abby, is there anything you would like to plug? Uh, yeah, I would love for anyone to tell me about Warcraft games on Twitter at A-B-I-J-E-A-N. Uh, yeah, that's all. Nice. Paul, anything you'd like to plug? Uh, no. 
All right. Got nothing. That's that's fine. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thank you to Moonraker Music for composing our theme song, Scanlines. You can find them on the internet at Moonraker or at Moonraker Music. That's Moon, R-A-Y-K-E-R. Paul, what are we doing next week? I think we're talking about internet forums. That's true. It's more computer nonsense. We'll see you next time. Oh, boy. <laughs> Nostalgia Entertainment System, brought to you by listeners like Joe.